Hello, everyone. Welcome to your bodybuilding.com podcast. I'm Nick Colius. I'm an editor up in this here building, bodybuilding.com. Uh, Heather Eastman is here as well. She's a personal trainer, physique judge, and competitor. And then we also happen to have Paige Hathaway here with us today. Random. Just yeah. Hanging out. Paige <laughs> is someone that Instagram has been trying to get you to follow for a really long time. So do it. What are you waiting for? She's, been, she's right there. I like that. Yeah. You're like my hype man. <laughs> Um, also, popular fitness model, creator of a bunch of popular um, challenges, Fit in Five challenges. Yeah. Five weeks, not five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, you have a bunch of other stuff going on. Tons. Starting a supplement line, clothing line. You, you're, out, you're out there. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, Paige Hathaway, thank you so much for coming. Thanks. That's a us. really good intro. Uh, thank you. <laughs> so, now you're, you're in LA these days, right? And by all appearances, pretty comfortable there. Yeah. But you grew up in flyover country like us out here in the middle of nowhere. Yes. So I I was curious, since we're in Boise, which nobody cares about, (laughs) you came from Oklahoma, which nobody cares about. Do you feel like being out there kind of in the boonies a little bit where there's not a big fitness culture necessarily? There's not like a scene. Do you feel like that helped you? I I think it did. You know, I used to not really appreciate as much mm-hmm. where I came from. When you're there, it's really easy to not appreciate yes, it. <laughs> but now that I live in LA, I appreciate it so much more. Mm-hmm. And I do think it helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how? You know, I think uh, you have to really strive to push harder. No one, like mm-hmm. starting out, I was like, nobody knows who I am. I'm from Oklahoma. We're, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, outside of the city, okay. uh, Mustang. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. You probably don't know about that. The Mustang. The Mustang, oh. Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I was like, no one knows who I am. So I really have to make a big impression. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. Hmm. Okay. And yeah. your, fir- your first gym was just hole in the wall gym in, in Mustang, yeah. Oklahoma? Yeah. That's, you know, how I got started was a, I had a guy that was a hairdresser. He was opening a gym mm-hmm. and I don't know. He was like Mr. Miyagi. He like saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And he really pressed hard on me to do fitness mm-hmm. when I was like, fitness, what, what? Did you, did you have really you wax any? wax on and wax off. Yeah, I, I felt like. Good. Get yeah. those. <laughs> <He was> still, <laughs> still one of the best training montages ever. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's how I started just huh. from him seeing like a vision in me. And then, were you doing really anything fitness wise? No, I mean I played sports point, growing up, and I I would I was like some someone that did classes every now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, I would mm-hmm. jump into like one of those step classes at the gym every now and then, but I wasn't like going to the gym and lifting weights. Mm. Okay, so then he saw this vision in you, and you were like, "All right, that's it. Time to go sling some iron." Yeah, I was like, well, first I was like, uh, I don't really see that vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how you see it. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to see it, and I don't see it. But um, he was so persistent, and then he was like, "Just let me train you for a bikini show." And I was like, then I was like, a bikini show. He was just trying to do your hair. Though, yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I see potential in your yeah. hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so, um, I mean, I did the biggest date show in the U.S. and got mm-hmm. second. And then I kind of like fell in love with it. And then that was the end of the story. Mm. Now, did you fall in love with weights or did you fall in love with competing? And then just the weights were the necessary means to the end? Yeah. You know, I I learned a lot about myself through competing the first show, especially. I, I learned that I'm t- kind of like a – because I've never – I mean, I've always been a hard worker. Mm-hmm. But – When I started training, I just became like, I don't want to say compulsive, but I became this like, I, this addiction like grew on me with going to the gym and, and improving myself and living this lifestyle. And that's what like, really like, you know what I mean? Like grew on me and I became like, 
I don't even know who I was at that time. I was like, who am I? You know but what I mean? But then you'd look yourself in the mirror every once in a while like, oh, the muscles. Yeah. Coming. Was that something that you're like, that's that's really exciting to me. Yeah. To yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but at the time, like muscle, like seven years ago, mm-hmm. being having muscle wasn't like a thing it is now. Right. You know, it wasn't as socially acceptable. Um, but yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, so one thing we ask a lot of people um, is like, Who's the who's the first bodybuilder that really kind of opened your eyes yeah. to say like oh, okay this is this is a thing this is possible yeah I can look well, up to this person back then not that it was that long ago seven years ago <laughs> back in my day um, you know it was girls in magazines mm-hmm. it wasn't social media because social media wasn't the thing that right. it is now so it was the girls in magazines so Jamie Eason right. mm-hmm. um, Chatty Dunmore those were the girls that I really looked up to like seven years ago. Hmm. I mean, I still do. They're amazing. Right. Yeah. They're, they're still, they're still out there. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still doing it. But, oh. and they were not only fitness models, they were also people who were, they were fitness entrepreneurs in their yeah. own way too. They like were they strong were strong women. Yeah, exactly. They were out there really owning their name. Yeah. Putting, putting a brand out there. Did that, did that appeal to you at all? Is it like, yeah, it did. But, um, the, okay. So usually when, you aspire, like you see someone and you aspire to maybe, maybe like do what they've done, right? Mm-hmm. You can kind of like see like their footsteps of like what they've done, but no one had really done the social media thing at that time. So I kind of like wanted to pave that direction mm-hmm. um, because social media started to take off. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, but they they did inspire me sure, for sure. sure. Hmm. So, so was that like after you did Bikini Show or two, you're like, you know what? I, I see there maybe is something here yeah. maybe where I didn't see anything before. Yeah, and I think that that's why I'm as popular as I am because I was one of the first females to get on social media and mm-hmm. to start that trend. Um, and that's how it blew up so fast for me and grew so fast for me. Sure. Right, mm-hmm. got it on the ground floor. Yes. Right. But you didn't. You don't do shows anymore. How, you know, many, how many did you do total? I don't. I did three. Okay. And you know, it was, it was great. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so glad I did it. You don't it. look back and say, what was I thinking? Cause no. some people do sometimes. <laughs> oh, really? <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, I, you know, I, it, it taught me a lot about myself, um, competing. Like I was saying before, I just never knew that my mind and my body was like capable of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also taught me a lot for like when I mold, like moved in and molded my business, you know, uh, so no, I don't look back. I'm, I'm actually really glad I did it. Hmm. So I don't know how girls still like do shows like 20 shows a year. Right. right. That's like, wow, you're amazing for that. I could never do that, but, um, yeah, I'm glad I did it. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you say that it helped you kind of envision your business and things like that, just because of the discipline involved? The discipline. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of discipline. Hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned the mental part of it. And I always equate it to like, it's, it's just like running a marathon Yeah, where you have to not only train, but even when you're in it, you're just so mentally focused on it. Yes. And, but the difference is everyone enters a marathon just hoping to finish, but then people enter a competition hoping to win. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so they, you know, if they don't win. Yeah. You know, they might give it up forever and go gain 30 pounds and just never look at iron again. Right. So. Right. So true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now. That, so it's something you recommend to people then? Like, you know what? Try it out. You know, I do. I really do. Um, if a girl comes up to me and was like, oh, I'm thinking about competing. I'm like, you should. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, you really should. 
you might find that you love it. Right. You might find you don't love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you even if know. you find you don't, you might still learn something pretty valuable from exactly. it. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You also did a lot of um, model searches. I, I just yeah. found out last week you did the bodybuilding.com spokesmodel oh search God. once upon a time as well. <laughs> and still recommend that. Yeah, we should like pull well. up that video now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> a video. Insert a somewhere. photo or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, 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 did, what did those do for you, that, uh, you know, that kind of challenge? Because it's a little more abstract at that point, right? It's not like, yeah. here I am on stage next to you posing off. Yeah. Kind of alone. Right. Well, you know, you know, like I said, being from Oklahoma, I just wanted to get my name out there Mm -hmm. because no one was going to know who I was. So I found anything I could like try to enter in. The Biden.com thing was really cool. And come to find out, because I'm friends with Danielle that works here now. She was like, oh my God, you went so far, but you didn't do this and that and this. And I was like, Oh. oh, you could have won. <laughs> you could have been somebody. Yeah, I could have. So close. Always a bridesmaid, never a Yeah, bride. exactly. So, so as you started to, you know, rise up, build your brand a little bit, did you come in contact with your former fitness icons or people like, did you find yourself interacting with all of your heroes? Yeah, you know, I actually, so it's kind of crazy. Ludwig is now my manager, mm-hmm. but he was one of the first photographers I ever shot with. And he shot me and Chatty together. Oh, okay. And I was like freaking out on the inside. And I would tell him like, oh my God, this is going crazy. You know, and I was like to her and I was like, hi. Like, you know what I mean? I had to like, act like I wasn't like <laughs> so starstruck, Hello. but I was dying on the inside. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Was it a positive experience? So cool. Okay, good. Because we've heard from some yeah, people like, when you meet I met, this, I oh, met my hero at an expo and he just totally dissed me. And Terrible. it just, no and, way. And I told, uh, who, who was it? It was Jason Poston. He was oh, like, I met, yes. I met one of my heroes and I just it had the most terrible experience. No way. But then he met Greg Plitt and he's like, Greg oh, yeah. Plitt saw it, you know, and a lot of people said about Greg. Plitt, yeah. 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 No, Chatty's amazing. And we're friends now, actually. Mm. So it's kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Did you, did you have an idea of like, all right, you know, when I get this big, this is how I'm going to treat people at that point? Yeah. You know, I've never lost that mentality because I remember like for Chatty, for example, she commented back to me (laughs) on Instagram like a long time ago. And I remember it like the way it made me feel made my day, Mm -hmm. you know? And so now I, I always try to comment back to people because I know Mm-hmm. what that feels like. And it t- takes like 10 seconds, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, but it's 10 seconds. Uh, I'd say there's like 1,500 comments on everything you right. do. That's I a lot of 10 best. seconds, man. <laughs> I, I but I, I'm, I'm surprised though. You do. You wade into the comments and really just kind of touch yeah, each person a little just bit. Just because I know what it feels like, you know, to have that, just even if it's just like a flex emoji. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the difference, I guess, between Instagram and the magazine is you don't have to deal with the hater as right. well. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> that is so true. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. I used to, when I first did got into fitness, because muscle wasn't like on female, it wasn't like a socially acceptable thing. Um, I used to get so much more hate then because they would be like, why do you look like that? You don't look right. feminine. You, you don't look like a woman. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now I feel like there's way less hate. Mm-hmm. I, I actually posted a photo about a year ago um, I took one of a box. I got pretty lean and shredded. And I took like a side photo where I was like, I looked pretty yoked. Mm-hmm. And I was actually so scared to post it because I was thinking like, how are people going to take this? But the picture just went viral. Mm. I mean, the Kardashians even reposted it saying like, is this too much? Uh-huh. But I mean, I mean, at that point, it's like good publicity is like, 
any any publicity right. is good publicity. Yeah. But I was actually so scared to post that just because sure. I didn't know if I was going to get hate for that. And then I was thinking, like, why am I even worried about this? Mm-hmm. No, I, you know? I totally understand why you're worried about it because it's potentially millions of people. Like, right. there's a there's a level of exposure that you have now that it's pretty it's pretty severe. Totally you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, did. W- w- I, I imagine you have to be comfortable with it in order to be posting as much, sharing as much as you do. But were there ever times like you're just up at night, like, I can't believe how many people are looking at me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when I posted that photo there, I did get, because I usually don't get, maybe like every now and then there'll be something, you know, mm-hmm. obviously you can't please everyone. But with that photo, I did get like a lot of, oh my gosh, that's too much. Like, why would she do that? And so then I'm kind of like, it does kind of, I'm like, okay, wait, stop, catch yourself. Mm-hmm. the comments don't matter. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, I'm human. No one likes to read stuff like that about themselves. Right. It's just how it is. You know what I mean? But you, I just have to like catch myself and be like, would they say that to your face? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no. People sure. are much braver mm-hmm. behind the camera. Yes, definitely. Okay. So, so let's talk about your, your story a little more. You're still in Oklahoma at this yeah. point, but you're trying hard. At what point did you sort of say like, all right, you know, not only is there something here, I need to, I need to have like a squad. I need to, I need to have, I need to be carrying around a camera all the time. I need to really go next level into this. Um, it took about a year. So I was doing, I was still personal training in Oklahoma. I was doing that too. Personal training and just really trying to like, I was trying everything to make it work. I mean, I literally went to the drawing board and wrote down everything I could possibly do to get my name out there, whether it be bodybuilding.com spokesperson, if it were like shows, if it were going to expo and passing out my cards, mm-hmm. which I did at Olympia. I mean, I, I just tried everything I could. Mm-hmm. And then- But we're still training on the side. Yep, okay. training on the side. And then start. then I was starting my online business as well. So that was- sort of taking off. And then I was just doing tons of free stuff as I could. I'd reach out to magazines, like, could I write an article for you? Mm-hmm. I was just doing, I was becoming like a yes man for a good cause. Mm-hmm. Like if I could do something and it was going to benefit my name or my career or something I wanted to do, I was like all in. I don't care if it was for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still do stuff for free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just the name of the game. Right. It's so hard was, for people to wrap their brain around it that. It is though. hard. You have to give a lot away Yes. Sometimes. I try to explain that to people when they, you know, ask me about business is, People just want to like assume that you're just going to make buku some money up front, right. but it took so long even to make even a living mm-hmm. off of it. So, yeah. So I just tried everything I could. And then a year, it took me a year um, before hmm. it actually started taking off. And that's, is that when you started thinking about like, all right, I'm going to start staging fitness challenges or anything like that? Like that's, that's such an interesting yeah. component of what you do now. Yeah. So then I started becoming um, extremely busy, mm-hmm. right? So then I, after that year, I couldn't personal train anymore. So I was like, well, how can I still train but not be in person? That's when I started online training completely 100%. Mm-hmm. But then through online training, I realized my clients were, it was hard for them to stay accountable. Sure. Because they're not coming to see me. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going into a trainer and the trainer's not looking at you like, did you cheat on your diet? You know right. what I mean? And then you're like, yes. <laughs> you know, but over the computer, like it's just, it's more, it's more difficult to stay on track. So that's why I had the idea to do the challenges. Mm-hmm. And that's how it all began. Yeah. Challenges are, they're interesting. They're and, interesting. Yeah. And yeah. yours are, there's good prize money. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it's, 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 um, it's a different sort of culture. Like we do a ton of challenges around here. Yeah. Um, what, I don't know. What, what, what is it about that, about the five week time, time frame you like? And what is it about that challenge? Was that something you ever did before yeah, where a did challenge? Where did the five weeks come from? Um, you know, well, 
I did do the um, like a month challenge for mm. quite some time, and I just felt like I needed to do another week because like I feel like people needed that a little bit extra time to kind of get mentally prepared in the first week. Mm-hmm. The first week is the toughest, right. mm-hmm. you know, especially if someone's not used to living a healthy lifestyle. The first week is really hard, so I was like, I feel like I needed to add an extra week. So I added, so then it was five weeks, and then I don't know, fit and five just kind of sounded good, so I kind of rolled with it mm-hmm. and then kind of worked, and now it's. That what it is, what it is, <laughs> and then I gave out five thousand dollars, and so right. it kind of just kind of has a, you know, yeah. Because usually you see like four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, so it's like, oh, it's different. Yeah, it's different, you know, and you know, a lot can happen in five weeks, and and especially when you give out prize money, and people are so like focused on staying on their diet when they achieve those results in five weeks, they're like, wow, I did this in five weeks. Imagine what I could do in like five months. Right, yeah. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? There's inter- there's interesting research into financial motivations. Yes. Like it's so it's so easy to fixate on health. What is health? Right. Uh, appearance, well, once yeah. you once you get to a certain level of leanness, you realize your appearance changes every damn day. Yeah. But money, so money's pretty tangible, yeah. you yes. know? Money talks. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Do, yeah, do you feel like that? What, what, what does that do uh, for people? You know, I mean, like like I was saying, it keeps people hoping. Yeah, on track. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, what what money? Hmm. I mean, everyone everyone who's gonna, needs who's gonna say no yeah. to five thousand dollars? Come right. on now. How how big do you, how many people are involved in your challenges? About two hundred and fifty. I cap it at two hundred and fifty mm-hmm. people every five weeks. Okay. Just because I want to give everyone, you know what I mean, like good good help. Yeah. Throughout the throughout the five weeks. And if mm-hmm. I feel like if I did any more, might sacrifice what they get. Mm-hmm. So I just cap it every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it what sort of a variety of people do you, is it just completely surprising to you? It's, com- it's not just people who are like, I want to look like Paige. No, something. no, it's it's a variety of people. It's so neat. And and a lot of the times I'll get people that do like like two, three challenges at a time. And their transformation really? over that time is like huh. a completely different person. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Interesting. Yeah, my my favorite thing is like when I have those people on the challenge and then now they have like their kids in karate and like they're it's like really trickled down to like, you know, all the way throughout their like kids and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it can have ripples where yeah. some of your spouse is getting in shape and yeah. your mom is getting in shape. And but just I that, love... that discipline that you yeah. talked about too, just start like you cannot do something like that and not be disciplined. Right. All of a sudden, yeah, those priorities start yeah, to Yeah, or reflected. like, you know how I was talking about like how it's affected even like my business, how – um, and I'll, I'll hear those stories too. Like just entering your challenge has helped me be more determined and mindful. And, and now like I started this business or like, you know what I mean? So I don't know, health and fitness just has a huge role on not only your health and fitness, but it right. could, you know, change your life completely. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. But social media is weird though, too, just because especially on Instagram, it all, it always does come back to how you look a little bit like Instagram more than Facebook, more than um, YouTube, kind of has its own priorities. It does has its own aesthetics, it and does. You, you're you're one of the setters of that aesthetic. I like, know. There's you a know? certain sort of YouTube muscle woman body right yep. now, mm-hmm. right? Did you did you find that you clicked with that initially, or I don't know? There's I'm, I'm no, trying to figure I, out what the, the Instagram body is. Yeah. So you know, I did I did help set that trend. Mm-hmm. But now that I've done it for, I mean, I've done now Instagram for like five years, um, like full time, like as like a career type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but now that I'm 30, um, 
I, I'm not gonna. I, I don't say I'm. I'm getting away from weightlifting because I'm not. Because I still weightlift every day. But now I've moved more into like functional training, mm-hmm. um, and it has changed my body so much. Not in the. I mean, obviously, I still like look fine, but yeah. weightlifting and functional training are completely different of the aspect of what's going to have your body look like. Mm-hmm. Right. Weight, weightlifting is you're targeting muscle groups, right? right? You're going in, working your glutes, you're going in, working your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Functional training um, is more, I do like more full body functional training. So it has changed. Full body training. (gasps) Yeah. I know. (laughs) I know. Right. It's like, ah, but I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, I just feel so much better. So now that I've gotten older, I've just really incorporated more functional training because I just like Mm -hmm. the way it makes me feel, but it's not as I guess, like aesthetically, like you know what yeah. I'm trying to say, like yeah. for Instagram, like they, they or whatever. Can go together though. They can yeah. go together. Well, you, with functional training, you have to really try hard to get every single muscle group. Yes. And with aesthetic training, where you're targeting each muscle group, right. you know you can pick and choose yes. exactly, exactly where you put muscle. Right. So you have to. It does kind of change. Yes, but with functional training, you're not picking really. Yeah. Like I'm not targeting here I'm not or there. You're doing yes. Flies because. What well, the flies are perfectly fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but, but functional training means a lot of things to a lot of people. Though. Yeah. Like, when you say that, what what do you mean? Um. Well, I've just been doing more functional movements. I've mm-hmm. been doing more like I guess more. Um, like, have you heard of F forty five? I just started to be the face of the company about a year ago, and I just fell in love with through that with functional training. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like functional movement. It's not like going into the gym and like deadlifting your heaviest weight. It's more functional movements. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So different planes, more rotation, more yes, movement. Exactly. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Have you ever done it? I haven't done I haven't F45. Done F45. But um, functional training. Yeah. That's more or less what I do. I may be the host of the bodybuilding.com podcast, but I've never, I've never been good at that style of training. It just, I'm like, why would, why would I want to go in and dedicate an entire day to one thing and making one it hurt the next day? That's never made sense to me. Oh, it's terrible. But, but I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask that question. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What do I want to do? I want to, I want to play with my kids. I want to go rock climbing. I want to go for exactly. a run. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's what I want to do. It's full of like rock climbers and, yeah. you know, endurance athletes oh, and yeah. all kinds of, it's not just a bunch of bodybuilders. Oh. So. I, I um, occasionally have a kettlebell in the babysitter. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a kettlebell <laughs> aficionado. See, that's if you follow me on Instagram, <laughs> but you don't you don't follow me on Instagram. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So. <laughs> um, speaking of Instagram, though, like what I ha- I have a love hate inst- uh, relationship with Instagram because because it's so fucking perfect. Yeah, right? like Facebook. Yeah, fa- <laughs> like fa- Facebook is where people go to complain about stuff. Yes. Instagram is where you go to be perfect. Yeah, and it's I a little like exhausting that. sometimes. Yeah, you know? I, I like that. And analogy. so I, 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 like once a month, I quit Instagram. I'm like, I can't handle you Instagram, and then I and then I. Quit <laughs> It and so I want it back. Here. Break up, and then you get back. Right, together. exactly. Sounds... Do you find you have a, a love hate relationship with any of, of this, or that you're like, you know, I just I spend too much time on you. I got to give know, you up for a day or something. Yeah, like that. you know, I used to really care about it, but now I don't as much. Mm-hmm. Sounds really bad to you're say. You're accepting. That's great. Accept- it's your livelihood, right? <laughs> I get it. I think it's funny that it's so perfect because I know <laughs> it's not. Yeah, but now like the thing on Instagram is like showing like how unperfect. Oh, I know. Perfect. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. Are. But I'm even like, the unperfect is perfect. I know it's, exactly. I'm so perfectly unperfect. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I always see the ones where it's like here's with a filter, here's without. I'm like I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <That's> so true. <laughs> that is so true. 
I know. I mean, yeah. But you're you're, you're accepting. You're like, uh, well, Instagram is also like a super time warp. That's the other thing. Like, you can be like, and then you look up and it's been five hours. Yes. Do you do that? Uh, uh, no, I used to, uh-huh. but I don't really spend that much. I mean, this is what I do. Like, I'll post. I'll spend amount of time like commenting back to people because it's important to me. Sure. Um, I don't really check DMs unless I have like a, you know, fit and five or something going on. But I don't really spend that much time on it. Mm. You know, a lot of people when they hang out with me, you know, I am that person that like I'm present. Oh, that's great. Um, and they'll <laughs> they'll even say like, I'm actually shocked you weren't like on your phone. Like they'll be on their phone more than me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. But. Is that, is that, okay, that, I, I like that. Is that, is that something that you really intentionally do? Or have you had yeah. periods where it's like a skill you had to learn? No, I intentionally do it. I have probably 220 unread messages. And that is because when I'm with people, which I'm always with people, usually I'm present. Mm-hmm. And so then people get mad at me like, you didn't text me back. And I'm like, but it's because <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to be present when I'm with people. Play with the friends that are here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. And yeah. when you like when you, when you go to sleep, I'm, phone out of the room, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I just I turn it on sleep mode or night mode, and, and yeah, you're not available. I like this. Actually, so. that was one of my earliest mentors. They do not have the phone around them on the weekends. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's good. People get mad at me too, and I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't even know where my phone yeah, is. Yeah, if you ask anyone, I'm a terrible texter, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but it's because I'm not on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, sorry, I'm so. And then I'll see him. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, I didn't text you back. I, you know what I mean? Because right. then. Yeah, so well, but, present I mean, is important. It's social media is ravenous beasts, right? Yes. They want as much Gotta of you as they can possibly yep. yes. get, right? It's mm-hmm. a trap. <laughs> well, but but they also like it's it's totally up to you to decide exactly how much am I going to share? How yeah. much am I going to let you in? We had uh, a woman named Cassandra Martin on the podcast who has whatever like two million followers. Oh yeah, she doesn't post a word. It's yep, it's her pictures. working out. Just and it's, her. And, yeah, wow. and I asked her like, "Why?" And she's like, "Man, I don't really feel like I have that much to say." You're here. You want to see me work out? That's great. That's inspiration. I don't need to say anything. Wow. But you you share a little bit more than that. Like, how yeah. do you, how do you find that line? Yeah, I like to. Well, I started really writing on Instagram. Like when I first started writing, like posting like motivational writing. photos, <laughs> um, writing. Yeah, I would write like motivational captions, um, and that because it just really helped me connect to the audience to be like. To really talk about real life crap, you know, like mm-hmm. you're going through, everyone's been through hardship and trials and tribulations and how you can use that for like fuel to get where you are today. So I I really love to write on mm-hmm. my photos because it really helps connect with the audience. So well, I actually like it. Oh, that makes sense. It's therapeutic yeah. to me too. And this is something I tell, I tell people all the time, like everybody has to be a writer now. Yeah. Like, once upon a time, you didn't, you didn't say, oh, I'm a writer, I'm a this, I'm a that. But everybody's a writer. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Right. Was that was that hard for you? Did you like, all right, I have to I have to get like this this is too much. This is I'm sharing too much, or you have to practice that skill too? No, it's so strange. I just when I I'll write it or I'll just think of something on a day that I don't have a post and I'll write it in my notes because I'll be feeling something or you know what I mean? Or maybe my friend's going through something and I'll write about it and I'll just write about it in my notes and then I'm like sometimes I'll just gravitate towards like posting this. And then it's kind of weird because then I'll have like so many people be like, oh my gosh, like I'm going through this right now or oh my gosh, I can really relate to that. So I don't know. I just kind of let like the universe kind of like, okay, post this today. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know what I mean? Someone like needs to hear this. It's so strange, but that's kind of how I do it. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, You have like, so you say you kind of have a little notebook or something. You kind of keep your thoughts in. I I like that. That's that's the first draft. And the second draft is on the phone. Yeah. Yeah, You can sit on it for a couple of days and then decide if, you know, it's something that 
needs yeah. to go out. Or... But you also do a little more long form stuff on YouTube, like yeah. where it's 10, 15 minutes even, more personal, mm-hmm. also workout videos. Um, now, is, am I wrong with this or were you gone from YouTube? For a while. Yeah. I stopped YouTube for a little while. It's just so hard to keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. There's YouTube, there's Facebook, there's right. Twitter, Instagram, website stuff, all your sponsors. It's like there's just like a list of things. So I was like, ah, oh, I don't really, you know, I'm gonna put YouTube on pause. But then I had so many requests to go back on it. Mm-hmm. So I just started it like a month ago. Mm, okay. <laughs> and you're excited. <laughs> no, I love it actually. I'm actually it's one of the projects right now that I'm excited to work on again because you get to like really connect with your audience on a more personal level, Mm -hmm. as we were saying, Instagram is like this perfect world where like on YouTube, I can just make a video like, Hey guys, I just woke up and I have no makeup on and this is what it is. Mm -hmm. Where Instagram, it's like, Oh. Yeah, for that, for that, so for that, break for that. Instagram, if you do a no makeup one, unless yeah. you do hashtag no makeup, one, then <laughs> right. it's okay. Exactly, so. exactly. Uh, okay, no, I like this. So it's for that person who just wants that next level of access or next level of detail. Yeah, but also or, wants to see a real workout. Yeah, or right? wants to get more personal because, like, you can't really writing a caption is cool and posting a photo is cool on Instagram, but you can only connect with someone so much. Mm-hmm. So I really want people to just know my personality. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, on YouTube when you're actually speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eating and doing stuff yes, like that. Exactly. <laughs> Sitting around drinking protein shakes, millions and yeah. millions of protein shakes. <laughs> I saw that one the other day. <laughs> so, so speaking of food and things, um, you are pescatarian. That's correct. Right. Yeah. So this is, this was a journey to get to this point. Yeah. And we've, we've hear from more and more people these days. They're like, just stepping slowly Dipping away from meat yeah. and really just, <laughs> or just, yeah, getting a little bit closer to some, yeah. you know, uh, uh, yeah, meat restricted sort right. of lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what led you to land there? Um, I've been doing it for over a year now and I, being from Oklahoma, I, I never ever in a million years would have thought I would be pescatarian. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm from the cattle. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. And, you know, like They don't have cattle. fish in that state, I no. don't think. Like, not even a fish. <laughs> not even. Fish is a kind of cow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my whole family thinks I'm crazy. Um, but I, this is probably TMI, but as long as I can remember, I've had like digestion issues. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm older and I'm like, you know, I moved into like the functional training and I'm just like being more like health conscious with everything that I'm doing. Um, I was like, I wonder how I can fix this naturally because I've had it since high school. And a lot of the things said red meat or processed meats. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to cut out meat altogether for a month. Um, So I didn't eat fish at all either Mm -hmm. for an entire month. And it just, I couldn't do it. Like, I was like, okay, this is way too tough. Right. Maybe it's because I, like, went cold turkey. Mm-hmm. No cold turkey. No, no. cold turkey is not allowed. But I'm full. That was too easy. Come on. <laughs> I, don't, I can't get that. <laughs> so, yeah, no turkey. Um, but I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. So I was like, okay, how can I not do red meat and processed meat? So I just did fish. And I did it. And that was, like, fits into my lifestyle. And it mm-hmm. worked. And I just haven't went back to meat since mm. then. So, so during that during that month, were you still trying like prioritizing protein, like a good fitness model should, or what? Were, I was trying my best, but man, I don't know vegan. I don't know how they do tough. it. That's tough, right? A lot of bean burritos. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's what Lots that's what I was beans. eating like every single day: bean burritos. <laughs> <Yep>. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I do six I, days a week vegan, yeah. and it's a pain. <laughs> 
I, that seventh you day do? is great. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh wow. Yeah. And then the last day. And then on the seventh day, I'll have like eggs because. Oh wow. I just miss eggs. Oh right, right, right. See, that's so. the thing too. I was pescatarian and I didn't do eggs, and I missed it so much because like the only thing I was eating for breakfast like smoked salmon. Mm. Yeah, it gets mm-hmm. kind of tiresome, but it is. It's a lot of beans, lentils, rice, things like yeah, that. Yeah, girl. But then I you just kind of switch over, <laughs> and you're right on the digestive thing. And yeah, like, people don't believe me. I'm like, just try it. Yes. You got to get through that first week. Yeah. See, people say. Bean burritos, they're digesting. <laughs> like, you got to get through that first week, and then I guess you, it's so not up to healthy. you. You have to ask. Yeah, you have to ask the people who hang out with you, for, <laughs> which what you should be eating. <laughs> but I, I am, I am a big fan of bean burritos. I will say, <laughs> bean burrito is the perfect food in my opinion. And I'm yeah, somebody, I, I like meat. I love eggs. Yeah, I love bean burritos. They're just yeah. the best. Like, you still eat bean burritos? I do. Let's talk bean burritos a little bit. Like, what's, I love what's, what's your what's your bean favorite bean burrito? burrito? Yes. <laughs> You know, there is a brand called Amy's. Do you, mm-hmm. you oh, yeah, those it? are good. Yes. Sure. They have mm-hmm. good bean burritos. Mm-hmm. You have to bake them forever, though. Like, they're baking for like 45 minutes. You, you know? do? Or do you just stick it in the microwave? I mean. Okay, well, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get the people that are like, you should microwave your food. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll get we'll get all comments of this is this is how you yeah. should cook Amy's bean burrito. Never mind the rest of the stuff that I we know. talked about. <laughs> the nice thing about bean burritos, too, though, is anywhere you are in the world, Oklahoma, Boise, you're never that far from a bean burrito. Yeah. And you could go to a place that you're like, I would never eat the meat in this dump. And you can get a bean <laughs> burrito. And it never fails. Mm-hmm. It's okay. so true. Okay. All right. So <laughs> Amy's is not the most glamorous bean burrito, though. Like, what's your favorite bean burrito? I mean, that's a tough one. Like, you, you live in L.A. There's I've some never pretty had good burritos burrito, yeah, no. in California. <laughs> yeah, the mission style like burritos. the unknown be- burrito capital of the world. Like, <laughs> yeah. L.A. has a lot of selection. Also, the cupcake capital of the world, but Is that's it? a different story. Well, that's that where Sprinkles sense. started. Was oh, LA. my gosh. Yeah, mm. That makes sense. There are a lot there. of cupcake places. I'm like, how is this even possible? Yeah, it's insane, mm. isn't it? Interesting. So, so, so as you've transitioned toward pescatarianism, wh- um, what about protein shakes? How is your thinking on that sort of thing changed? Does that feel necessary to you when you're kind of a – more selective meat eater yeah, or is it I something mean, that you're like a little I try my best to get get in whole meals mm-hmm. but I travel so much that it is like really hard to eat five like whole meals right so it's inevitable mm-hmm. to have a protein shake but I just do vegan pea, okay you pea prefer, protein see this is I'm a big fan of the veggie protein shake I have to say I've been coming around a long time yeah. okay so what were you into those before, or is that something that you've also sort of landed on eventually? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I used to just do whey, mm. but now I don't do whey because <laughs> pescatarian. Right. So, um, yeah, pea, pea protein. Okay, and now you're starting your own supplement line, right? I am vegan protein in there. Vegan, yes, just because um, being like vegan based for supplements, it has been challenging to find ones that I like mm-hmm. taste wise. Taste wise, mm. so I've just decided to do my own. Well, there you okay. go. And I feel that in the market of where I am on social media, like the bodybuilding, like that type of thing, no one's really doing a vegan protein on Instagram. No, it makes sense. So I was like, there might mm-hmm. be like a space here for this mm-hmm. because there, there's vegan proteins in like Whole Foods or your mother's or, you know, right. Trader Joe's. But on social media, no one's really mm-hmm. out there doing it. Yeah. And a lot of us who are fans of it end up just having unflavored pea protein or something. Exactly. Oh, horrible. How would you, you do, do that? that to yourself? We have perfectly good I, proteins I don't trust on our website. <laughs> this is something I should not admit. I don't trust any protein that tastes good. 
Oh. I want it to taste bad. Okay. That's all you. That's in yeah. your bucket. We won't even get into that. This tastes like crap. This is good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clearly, this, this dirt is doing so. Noted. Noted. I'll send so, you some. So your protein that you're developing is a pea protein? Yep. Oh, okay. It's a pea protein. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, yeah. The nice thing is that anybody, regardless of whether exactly. they eat meat or not, can enjoy your protein. Exactly. So. Yeah. I wanted to do pea versus like peanut or mm-hmm. hemp because hemp is not a complete protein. Right. Peanut, people with peanut allergies, pea is a pretty safe yeah. protein for everyone mm-hmm. to consume. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of blends out there now yes. as well, but mm-hmm. that gets, yeah, that gets pretty complicated pretty and- quickly. I can't remember what the other one they always put in there is. It's probably like soy or hemp, but there's yeah. a, rice is definitely rice is, big. Rice, rice is and coming pea together, up, yeah. yeah, and that For tastes sure. even worse than pea. Yeah, it does. It's terrible. Your, Your favorite, Absolutely terrible. I don't know. I will admit, I like pure hemp protein. Oh, uh, do you? Yeah, like, it tastes so bad. It's so awful. It is just like it is just pure dirt. I, I like it. <laughs> you just mix it with water. Uh, I'll put it in. You some should go on the Fear Factor. Mm, right? I, I, I could. Oh. Or like a fruit smoothie or something like that. You know, it's oh, like, yeah. this tastes too good. Then I put some hemp in there. <laughs> so weird. That's I funny. know. I, I'm sorry. So, so I, I, I want to try your pea protein though. Yeah, yeah, I'll send some to you. Okay. What, what, yeah. what, what's your favorite flavor so far that you've tried of, um, of yours? Well, I've like, conquered what? just chocolate and vanilla so far, just because I want it to be phenomenal in water. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to just be able to mix it in water and it tastes good. So I've conquered that. And now I'm trying to like, now now I see where it is tricky, where vegan proteins are having a little bit harder time having flavors and staying like mm-hmm. natural and stuff like that. Now that I'm doing it, I'm like, okay, now it makes sense of why I can't really find like, you know what I mean? Like the ones that taste like cereal, like the ways that taste like Lucky right. Charms. You know what I mean? It makes right. sense now. I, yeah. I get it. So I'm still like making it perfect. Sure. Okay. And and once once it's your business too, everything is like, all right, how how much am I going to dedicate to this? It's all out of your bottom line exactly. after a certain point, you know? Hmm. So I, it's a big question, but I was wanted to ask you like, how, how, how has your rise into popularity sort of changed? Like how you view... You know, your what you want to achieve, your life, your legacy, stuff like that. Like you were, you were over here. Now, now you're up here. Do you look around? And you're like, my dreams are so much bigger now than they used to be. Yeah, I always have to like pinch myself because I'm like, this is I can't believe the life that I have. Right. I'll get emotional talking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's powerful because it's crazy right. to me that I've done what I've done. Um, so yeah, I mean. Obviously, I want to keep growing and expanding my brand. Now I do want to build, like, it's cool that I've built the name that I have, but now what, you know? Right. Um, because my dream was to do what I've done. Mm-hmm. And now it's it's easy to, like, just work on that dream and, like, maintain it. But how do I rise above and mm-hmm. become, you know, more than I am now? And I think that is, like, building brands. And um, I really want to get into more... I really want to help girls that want to do what I'm doing. So I'm trying to like find avenues with that because so many girls now want to kind of do what I've done. Right. So I want to help them. And so there's, I don't know, there's just so many things now that I do want to do because I have the platform to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that ties into a question that I like to ask, which yeah. is if you could go back and talk to yourself when you were first starting out, yeah. like what's like the number one lesson that you've learned that you wish you knew? Pea then? protein, pea protein. <laughs> uh, I think the number one thing is, I've going through this journey and even like meeting so many people, so many people give up too soon. Um, like I said before, it took me an entire year to even like 
be able to pay my bills with what, doing what I'm doing. Um, but I didn't give up, mm-hmm. you know, because I I wanted it so bad. And I always tell people just if if you're doing something, if you're like trying to achieve a dream or start a business or whatever it is that you're wanting to do, uh, don't give up so soon. And if something doesn't work out, you need to try something else because like I tried out for bodymail.com. I didn't get it. Right. You know what I mean? I tried out for so many things. I didn't get it. I did shows. I, yeah, I got, you know, second on the first one. But mm-hmm. after that, I almost got last like on the second one and on the third one. But I didn't give up. You know what I mean? I tried something else. So I just feel like some people give up too soon. And um, just like when you're like driving somewhere, you know, you can you put into ways like your destination. There's so many ways to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with your goals, like there's so many different ways and routes to like achieve that. So just don't give up because if you have this, like, if you feel like you're supposed to be there, right. If you have this feeling inside of you, like, I just, I don't know. I have this feeling, this fire, there's something inside of you that wants it. It's supposed to happen for you, Mm -hmm. whether it takes 10 tries or a hundred, just keep going and it'll happen. Mm -hmm. Just don't give up. No, I like that. And it sounds, that's something that speaks very well to Somebody going to the gym and training yep. too. Yes. It's not something that five weeks is going to be enough right. for your lifetime. No. You have to do five weeks, yep. five yes. weeks, and you five do weeks. Constantly five have to weeks. set new goals. Yes. So. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think that's the the best piece of advice for anyone. Yeah, for whether it's fitness goals, whether it's anything in life. Just like keep going and don't give up and it'll happen for you. Mm-hmm. So, so what else do you have coming up over the horizon oh that, my that people should know about? Um, well, I do have a supplement line coming up, which I'm so excited about. I, What's the timeline? I just that? announced it too. Um, I mean, as you know, things kind of of course. Yeah, I mean, podcasts. Yeah, the deadlines and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping in two months. Um, I just finalized on um, like what the brand's going to look like and the packaging and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool. I'm I'm really excited. It's been a really awesome process to you know, build something like that because I've never done it. So I've learned so much. So I have that, um, but I have a lot of projects that I'm, I can't really talk about yet. Okay. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to jinx them either. So I don't want to put them out there and not happen. But yeah, I have a lot of good stuff coming up. So just stay tuned. Okay. Where should, where should we stay tuned? What's the, where should we we follow you? you? Of course on YouTube. Of course on Instagram. Yeah. Any place else. Yeah. I have a website, um, just pagehathaway.com. And obviously across all the platforms, it's just at pagehathaway. And fitin5.com as well. Yeah. You can access that from pagehathaway.com, but fitin5.com. Yes. Paige Hathaway, thank you so much for coming and talking with us. It's great to have you here. (laughs) Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Oh, come on, phone. What's wrong? Sprintern. This smartphone is not smart. Then switch to Sprint and get a brilliant iPhone XR for just $15 a month. $15 a month? Now that sounds smart. Switch to Sprint to get the brilliant iPhone XR for just $15 a month. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 per month after $16.25 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires 24-month installment. Calling if you cancel early. Remain balance two. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Exclusive tax. $30 activation. Deem restrictions apply. 